Oh, You Thought Podcast, the place where you get a heavy dose of positivity, sarcasm, knowledge, and ratchetness. Enjoy the show. I don't care what you say. This is, to me, one of the best Slim Thug verses ever on a remix. And so this is why I decided to do this first. And here we go. Slim thugger, dope boy fresh, fresh about the cleaners, heavy starch press, ain't a stain on me, peep game homie, I'm still riding dirty but it ain't a grain on me, get money, I'ma get money, midnight dark or summertime sunny, you trying to jack me dummy, I laugh at these clowns cause they sound so funny, haha, I'm stunning. Fresh like Dougie. I'm down with Big Tuck plus D-Town. Love me. Stand to the side while your girlfriend hug me. They don't like you cause you show is ugly. I'm fresh. Ain't a stain on me. R.I.P. Pimp C. That's my main homie. Ain't no... Ain't too many niggas like me. I'm lonely. Where the money at? Time to eat. I'm hungry. A. Summertime sunny, swagger jack me, nope, not me, dummy. I laugh at these clowns cause they sound so funny. I'm stunning, fresh like Dougie. Yep, that's the vibe I'm on to start this lovely episode of Oh You Thought Podcast. I kind of just jumped right on in. I didn't even do like what I normally do to prepare, so... Bear with me. I know this episode might be kind of all over the place because I didn't do that with my OCD self. Um, Basically, as I kind of said before I started rapping, um, I picked that song because it's one of my favorite Slim Thug uh, verses on a remix. And I love the song, period. Like if you're from Texas and Big Tuck, Not a Stain on Me is not in your music Rolodex I really don't think we can be cool but I also um, picked a Slim Thug verse for two um, reasons number one this past Friday he celebrated 20 years in the business Um, he had a concert and everything I wanted to go but of course I was not there Um, it looked like it was a very very nice event Um, and so 20 years in the game and it's just good as a a hip-hop head who's always been like a slim thug fan to just see his growth from a young man to a grown man and the stuff that he's on now versus just evolving and becoming this this man that he is today with businesses a different kind of of rap uh still you know it's still like slim thug but it's just a more polished like slim thug i i definitely i like the the later projects he's put out in life and so i'm still a big slim thug fan he's like one of the people i think i've said it before on this podcast like you know, if I had an opportunity in a relationship or whatever, my man would have to hold my bag while, you know, I go and try to shoot my shot. And funny story, like I saw him, was it last year? I feel like it was last year. Was it last year? I saw him in these Pearland streets because he, he, he lives in Pearland. Well, he also has a place downtown now, but he lives in Pearland. So I actually ran up on him one day, but course I was in my car so I couldn't say anything so but yeah so I've seen him in these streets um and then also I wanted to just say like y'all leave Slim Thug alone <laughs> like he said what he said about Russell Wilson but he ain't mean he came back which I still think is not an excuse but he ain't mean it like that like Slim Thug like he's really for the most part hater free I like the tip that he be on and stuff like that for the most part. Like I said, he's a really, it seems like a really good dude from just observing from like the outside, you know, looking in. And so I just want to give a PSA, leave my boy alone. Y'all really tried to drag him for one or two days 
And of course, I didn't appreciate it. And so that's where I'm at with this. So y'all got a, a rap first out of me. Haven't freestyled in a while. Probably won't freestyle for a while. So that's the best thing you can get from me is a little slim thug uh, verse. Oh, you thought that Donald Trump, y'all's president, because I'm like Angela Rye. That's not my president. I didn't vote for that guy. Um, could go one night without tweeting insanity, and clearly he can't. And so he decided to call LeBron James and Don Lemon dumb. And when I saw the tweet, I was just like, what's wrong with this man? And, you know, if anyone has a brain, you know what's wrong with his with this man. Uh, he does a lot of deflecting. So he's not dealing with all the shit that's going on in that White House. Like, it's crazy when you can tweet such insanity and then your wife comes out within an hour and it's like, you know what? I like LeBron James and he's doing great things for his community and blah, 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 blah. And... So that means even as husband and wife, you're not on the same accord. So it's no wonder that the White House is in total shambles that we deal with every single day. And my guy, like, how do you even have the nerve to, to tweet the things that you tweet? LeBron James has never been in trouble or anything like that. He's been an upstanding citizen. And... For you to just to just come out and just on the week that he opens up a, a school that's doing nothing but good things, giving out free education, free bikes, free transportation, free food and everything. So the kids just have to focus on what? Getting an education, a great education. That's something that's valued by a lot of people in this world is a great education. And that makes them dumb. Besides opening a school, he's also a great business person. And <laughs> maybe you can learn something from LeBron James as far as businesses and schools. Because what happened to your Trump University or whatever it was called? Like, didn't you have to settle and pay all these people money because of fraud? Like, who's the dumb person? LeBron James opening up a legitimate school great athlete more than an athlete smart man businessman great family man he's a great example as a role model um from the basketball community and like i keep saying more than just a basketball player because he's a businessman and now he's opened up a school so and even as a person like I'm not a big LeBron James fan as far as like basketball and that's my business but number one I can recognize he is a great basketball player but he's not my favorite and number two I can recognize that he is a great citizen a great person to to have from this country and he's always been about doing for others because of how he grew up he he wanted to just always do more and if you can't do anything but salute that young man you shouldn't even talk about that man and for him to come out and say what he said about LeBron James and then in the same breath say that he likes MJ like he he tweets like he's like he's a crazy person you say something mean and then just randomly you throw in there I like MJ and you know within an hour MJ and his camp came out and was like no I'm good love and joy I like LeBron I like what he's doing like he wanted to make sure that he was separated from that comment and it's kind of crazy like we don't hear a lot from Michael Jordan we hear about when his shoes come out and stuff like that <laughs> and that's no shade, but I had to say it. We hear about that, but him as a man, like he's not really on the scene like that anymore. So for him or his camp to come out and release a statement, they wanted to make it clear that they're not connected to Donald Trump, which I thought was a good thing. I was really shocked to hear that come out so fast. Oh, you thought that EA Sports, you know, would just have a better mindset a better I don't know like they wanted to use YG's song Big Bank right very dope song I love the song 
And in the song, it mentions Colin Kaepernick. And for me, if you are EA Sports, <laughs> you have to know better. You, you really thought that no one was going to notice that you took Colin Kaepernick's name out of a song like it was a cuss word. And you'll have cuss words and stuff on your games, but... Colin Kaepernick, uh, a great upstanding man who's been trying to do nothing but bring awareness to those that have a voice. And I will keep saying that over and over again. But you wanted to si silence his name like he didn't exist. And the streets were not having it. YG was not having it. Big Sean was not having it. Everybody on the song was not having it. They did not okay that. And I think also, before we even got to this point, I think they should have they should have had the guts and the balls to tell YG and everyone on that song since it's his song that they want to use so bad that they're going to cut Colin Kaepernick's name out of the song. I think that's fair and good business and as a brand as big as EA Sports. You think you would have better sense to try to just be shisty about the situation because when you're shisty about shit, it comes back on you and here we are. With the power of social media, it takes less than five minutes for someone to get in your bag and you coming out your bag now having to apologize for the shit that you said and or shit that you said or did. And in this case, an action. Like I just think it's just so petty. And there again, it's so just in line with the mindset of the NFL. And it's not necessarily the the players and maybe not even some of the coaches but it starts at the top it starts with the the CEOs of companies and how it trickles down and everything like if you do something like that that means to me you you're saying that you don't like Colin Kaepernick and you don't think people should kneel and you don't believe in justice for all and for me, it's deeper than that. And I like the movement that went along with this as far as people spending their $60 and giving it to uh, Colin Kaepernick's um, charity foundation instead of going to buy the game. And it's always about hitting people where it hurts. And nine times out of 10, it's in their pockets. And so that's what they started doing over the past weekend. And so I just, I would really like to see an impact behind this. I'm all about seeing that. And, you know, um, of course, with social media, EA Sports, they issued an apology. But for me, it's just like you're apologizing because you got caught red-handed red with your hands up. And you have to apologize to try to save, you know, some of you know your dollars and it's just like this is just basic stuff to me like this whole thing and I, I hate to keep going back and talking about this and I will say I, I will be watching football this season because I just miss it and it's not like I support the the ramifications that have recently come down as far as standing for the national anthem or being fined for not standing for the national anthem like I don't support those things and I've been very vocal about that and I've also been vocal about injustices in a lot of ways for a while for most of this podcast really but for me it's just really I'm finna, it's just gonna go down to the entertainment thing and I want to watch football again, but nonetheless, going back to what I'm saying, um, you still just don't get it. We're looking for justice. We're looking for these people that do not have a voice for going to um, my boy, Randy Moss, who had the guts and the balls to wear a tie with all these black men and young men that have been murdered by police had the guts it's just stuff like that you're using your platform for those that do not have a voice or for those that are no longer here to tell their story and I just I don't understand why people do not understand that it's not about disrespecting a flag it's not about disrespecting the country where you live it's not about disrespecting armed forces it is about just 
basic rights for a country that you live in for people that look just like you that don't get that 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 struggle with being tre- treated pro- properly by the cops on just their day-to-day stuff who can't walk home at night in a hoodie with skittles in their hands and a juice a can of juice without being harassed and followed and i started watching that trayvon martin uh rest in power docuseries i watched the first episode and it made me just mad all over again and mad and hurt because i don't understand i don't understand why is it so hard for people to understand the justice that we're looking for i don't understand and to to see that happen all over again, it, it gave me a different kind of anger, a different kind of anger. I was so mad. Like, I felt like screaming because just seeing what they were going through to try to get justice for Trayvon and no justice was served. To see that George Zimmerman is still in these streets, like the justice system in Florida failed them. They failed them behind a law, stand your ground. Like this man has a chronic problem, chronic problem in society. And this is why Colin Kaepernick took a knee, like for things like that. Like it's one thing to bring awareness, but when you just, I'm sorry, when you're a a superstar and you have this major platform, I think it is wise, especially like if you believe in these things and know like, I said it before, I think last week, like, I don't expect everyone to be on the picket line, like protesting with everyone or whatever. But I just would appreciate if you look like me to have the bare minimum of the understanding, whether you open your mouth or not. It's not everyone's fight to to get out there and protest and bring awareness, like, but be aware and don't talk like you are not aware and don't talk like you don't know someone that this has happened to whether it happened to you or not it happens so much to where everyone knows someone that this has happened to and so it boggles my mind when you see people with different statuses that walk around like they are not aware or they walk around like they are too good or they walk around like they're afraid to just say something and if you don't agree with the stuff and you're so afraid to lose your endorsements just say no comment that you wish to not you know give your 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 thoughts on certain things that's the easy way out because there again it's not a requirement for you to get out there and protest and do that and I think people have to understand that on both sides of the fence and for me, I just want to know at the bare minimum that you understand why these people are taking a knee. I don't want you to shame them. Just like you don't want to be shamed for being forced to take in a knee because that's your right as well. Because like I said, you could feel that way about the situation or even have more passion about it. Or you'd be doing something in private that we know nothing about. But to me, it's all about awareness and it's all about the moment where you can make an opportunity, take an opportunity to to be a difference in this world. And I'm so big on that. Like, if you know me, I'm all about positive vibes. And I would probably say for like the last couple of years, I, I keep trying to figure out how can I make an impact on this world? How can I make a difference in this world? And I had a conversation with my best friend along those lines, like, that would be my happy place as far as like a career path. And I don't know how to get there. Like I'm 36 and I still feel lost in this world. Yes, I have done a great job of getting jobs. Jobs are different than a career. And I will forever say that you can find a job that makes you happy because I see so many people that work jobs that are truly happy, that are excited to to go to work and make a difference, like all those things. And I'm searching for those things. But within that, I want to make a difference. I am so passionate about making a difference. I'm so passionate within the last few years. And I think it's come with me not being ashamed of my depression. I am so passionate about mental health. 
awareness. And I'm also passionate about health in general, um, more people knowing about being a diabetic. And then also, of course, you know, I talk about it a lot because there, because there again, I was ashamed of, of basically the side effects or the symptoms that you physically see with having polycystic ovary syndrome. So I never talked about it, but I'm very passionate about that because I see how it affects my health so much in my day-to-day life. And as I get older, once again, I see how it affects you. And so I'm passionate about those things and I'm just trying to figure out a way to be happy and to find a career path that provides me that happiness. And I kind of just went on a rant, but that's where I'm at with it. So that's all I have for OU Thought Moments for this week. So let's just go ahead and jump right on in. This is going to be a different kind of episode. I'm not going to be talking about all of the pop culture stuff because there again, I want to talk about stuff that's important to me, that's close to my heart. The title of this episode is Anger Management. And so as I promised last week, um, I was going to lock in on the topic of anger and stress and what it does to your brain and your body. So that's where we're going in that direction today. And then a couple of other positive things. Um, And then another topic that I want to talk about that can lead to anger, at least for me. And and that's where we're going with it. Um, This week, it's been a long week, starting a new week, um, coming off the start of a new month, new month, new blessings, new vibes, new positive vibes, a new month to get it right, closer to the end of the year. And so if you have goals for the end of the year, you got to lock in and focus. So um, last week was another long work week. And I'm just going to try to just find happiness. And that is the goal. And I don't care if I'm trying to chase happiness until the day I die. That is the goal. And so maybe y'all can get what I'm trying to say right there in regards to that. I'm chasing happiness. Um, My first week of eating vegetarian lifestyle, it wasn't as hard as I thought, but it wasn't as hard because also when I'm craving meat and stuff, I've been coping with eating like sweets and stuff. And that's not the point of being a vegetarian. And I don't want to be one of those vegetarians that you look at me a year later. Why is that girl still overweight? And she says she's a vegetarian. What the fuck is she eating? Like, that's not my ministry, but y'all gotta, y'all gotta let me get through it first. Gotta let me get a good foot in there. And it's just there again, always finding a good work balance with trying to get to the gym because you just can't change your eating habits and not do anything physically and so um, I'm bloated this week because it's almost time for my cycle so I'm carrying like an extra five pounds right now waiting for aunt Flo to come on down and so this is stuff that females deal with you see you see like it's too much it's too much and so <laughs> first week of being a vegetarian it was okay um I was going to cook like a, a vegan form of like a, uh, what am I, a shredded, a shredded um, pork sandwich. And I couldn't find any jackfruit. And so I'm on this mission to find some jackfruit. My coworker gave me the, the plug on this that it tastes just like, you know, a good pulled pork sandwich or whatever. I did my research on it. A lot of people like it as a substitute for pulled pork. And so I was going to make this recipe for me and my dude and I couldn't find any jackfruit. And so I'm still on a mission for that. But as far as like what I've been eating this week, a lot of salads, a lot of uh, peanut butter sandwiches to make sure I keep my protein up because also with me still being on new medication my body is still trying to get used to the pills and just taking insulin at night and so I'm having a lot of sugar loads so I'm having to carry candy with me all the time and I have to make sure I snack enough during the day because if I just eat my or if I just drink my breakfast shake in the morning and then try to make it through the day and maybe eat like a small salad at lunch I am so depleted by the time I get home my sugar is low and so after two days of that, I started drinking my breakfast shake, um, sometimes even stopping to get a egg and potato burrito. Um, if I didn't do that, then I would carry a peanut butter sandwich 
and some fruit with me. I did that the last two days to try to keep my sugar up and my sugar was still depleting. And so it's just going to be time to like try to figure it out. What can I eat? I don't want to get bored because I really want to see this as a lifestyle change. And I don't even want to put it in my brain like, oh, I'm going to start this and then I'll eat some meat on like Thanksgiving or on Christmas on my birthday or something like I want to really be consistent for me. And the reason why I chose to change my lifestyle was the point of um, when the doctor believed in me to put me on pills versus keeping me on insulin. I said I had to really change. I had to really do a another drastic change as far as my diet. And so that's why I decided to try being a vegetarian. It wasn't because the person I'm talking to is a vegetarian. Like he already tried to get me on that train. Like and I was just like, no. So it was it was a me thing or whatever. I had to make sure I made that clear. Cause some people, you know, they think, oh, when you're seeing someone, you try to change for them. And no, this was a Fallon thing. And so that's where I'm at with that. Um, So this episode, like I was basically trying to say, we'll focus on self-care topics um, that I want to explore instead of my normal pop culture and even music. And so I would advise you to go ahead and get out your pens and your pads, people, and, you know, maybe some good notes in here. And this episode is going to be like one big positivity moment because we're going to learn what anger and stress really does to your brain and your body. And I can attest to this firsthand. Like a lot of stuff that I talk about in the positivity area about or about in the or in the mental health area is stuff that I can relate to so that way I can put a personal swing on it um, to a certain degree and so when I saw this infogram on Pinterest which is like my second best friend besides Instagram I was like I have to talk about this on the podcast Um, I think it's just so important to educate people on how these things like really just can fester in you can make you sick can make you just really a bad person at the end of the day because those feelings and actions is causing something chemical to happen to your brain to either protect your body or like I said or cause you to get sick or to stress the hell out and and so I just want to just dive into this and so basically when you're angry it triggers about five different things to happen within the brain. And I'm not really going to bore you bore you with like the scientific um, names and every single step that happens to that because I don't think that that matters to a certain degree because most of you are going to be like, what is she talking about? The hypothalamus, hypothalamus. See, I can't even say this word anymore. And see, I used to be like, a medical geek and stuff like that or stuff like that adrenal glands you're not going to care about that um but and so there's a whole system that's going on through these different glands in your brain and different signals are being triggered by disappointment frustration judgment rejection fear and on down the line. And, and this is stuff that everyone encounters every single day of your life. And so if you think about it, like your brain really deals with a lot of stuff because it's the main processing point for everything mentally. It triggers other things to happen in your body, your eyes to move, your your mouth to, to open, to talk. Even simple as moving your fingers and hands, like something happens in the brain for every reaction that your body gives out. And can you just imagine if you have so much anger, if you're just so depressed, just imagine how your brain is is working over time compared to a person that learns to internalize what happens and then computes it right back out in a positive way or with a resolution so they can get over the hump. And there again, it's not taking up space 
or time figuring out why is this person so angry? Why is Fallon so angry today? Why is she not dealing with this? And for a person like me, it affects your diabetes and stuff. It can affect your your blood pressure, which which I've been dealing with high blood pressure. I'm on blood pressure medication as of two weeks ago. And so you have these sources of anger. And then you have different hormones in the body that move into the brain and out the brain. And they move um, to different parts of your body. Like it even can affect your kidneys. I'm looking at this infogram and these different hormones, like they go to your kidneys, your adrenal glands. They sit right on top of your kidneys. And these stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, and stuff like that. This is the chemical stuff in your brain that can affect depression or it can affect someone that has a bipolar disorder. Like just things like that. And you just have no clue how anger, emotions can really affect your your body. So elevated um, cortisol causes neurons to accept too much calcium through their inner through their membrane and so a calcium overload can make cells fire too much i'm sorry this is the science stuff and too frequent frequently and die and then the the hypo uh hippocampus and prefrontal cortex are particularly um vulnerable to quarter where am i looking cortisol and these are the negative effects from having too much too much of anything is bad and so you would think oh it's calcium we need calcium for your bones and stuff like that and no cause a loss of neurons and then neurons like they deal with memories like neurons help trigger and make your brain work different parts of the brain like it's just neurons going backwards and forward i'm sorry i'm a medical geek I love stuff like this. I love science. And so it makes your brain work. And so if you have too much calcium and therefore cortisol going on in your brain, it says the neurons die. So if you have neurons dying, you're going to have some some malfunctions in your brain. And um, this stuff, it keeps you making, you know, good decisions. And planning for the future. And so this is in your prefrontal cortex. This is is towards the front of your brain. This is the front of your brain where all this stuff is going on. And so that's how, that's another change. Uh, What else? What else? Um, Too much cortisol will decrease serotonin. And that's the hormone that uh, makes you um, happy. And this is a, this is, that's the hormone you release, like when you're exercising, when you have sex, when you have an orgasm, these are the things that are excreted that make you feel so happy. They make you feel so good. Like those are the the happy things that you want. And so if you have too much of that going on your body, too much calcium, too much cortisol, neurons dying, your serotonin levels, they go down. And then here you are, it cycles back to you not being able to make good decisions. You're not being happy. You're being depressed. And sometimes it just takes going outside, the sun hitting your face to find that happiness. And, you know, if you are involved with someone where you can have sex, sometimes sex is a good coping mechanism to to get to that happy place to get that serotonin released out of your body and I'm sorry like that's the way I used to cope a lot I used to have a lot of sex with the person that I was with and it was just a feeling of being numb but yet happy once you got to that peak and you know I try to not be like that right now I'm I'm dealing with someone where we're not having sex right now And so it has been hard. It's been hard because with the stress from my job and everything, of course, that's the first thing I want to do is have sex with him. And I can't. 
And, you know, and I think this is just kind of going off subject. I think it's a good thing for both of us. Um, I really do. The next time I have sex with, with someone, I really want it to be the person that, I, that I'm going to marry or the person that I really love, like really love, love, love. Um, that's what I want for myself. And so that's why I'm thankful that God put this person back in my life because there's no temptation really for us to have sex. But nonetheless, it is a good way to get to <laughs> the serotonin. And so another thing that I always like to do when I'm angry, I will go running. And um, running is such a good thing to do to, to get the anger out. And there again, also to get to the serotonin. That's what we want to do, everybody. Let's get to the serotonin. Serotonin is your happiness. And also with this, like getting a good amount of sleep is hard to do when you're dealing with anger and stress. Because there again, your body is not functioning to its capacity and so you're not sleeping you're you're dealing with um what do you call it why can't I think right now uh I can't think of the word for not sleeping at night insomnia duh (laughs) like I deal with that so much and last week I got like two good nights of sleep and I was so appreciative of that and there again I'm sorry I was thinking about sex again last week I was like you know if I had some good sex in my life I would probably probably be sleeping good every single night because that's another thing that'll make you sleep because there again you're happy and tired but so that's where I've been (laughs) on this journey but yeah seriously though like you have to, to watch like anger and stress. And I always tell people that are that's holding on to resentment and anger towards people, let it go. Pray and release folks. Like my pastor says, like pray and release people, wish them well, ask for forgiveness for holding on to this anger, ask that they see the light as far as like what they did to you, whether they come to you or not. Just release people and just live in the positive space. Like life is short. And so with anger, there comes stress. And so how does stress hormones affect your body? Okay, so the cardiovascular system, heart rate, blood pressure, blood blood glucose levels, blood fatty acid levels, like when these symptoms become chronic, blood vessels become clogged and damaged. And this is how you get to a heart attack, my friends, or a stroke. And there again, going back to my situation, I've been so stressed at this new job, dealing with the stuff that I deal with. When I went into the doctor's office, I already knew they were going to bring up the blood pressure. I knew it. I could tell my blood pressure was crazy because I just... That same day, I had gone through something at work and I was so angry and I felt like I was going to pass out. Like, And I feel like that a lot at work because I'm just internally dealing with the stress, trying not to pop off on people and stuff like that. And here I go into the doctor's office and my blood pressure is like 192 over whatever. And that's really, really bad, people. And so my doctor came in there and he was like, your blood pressure. I said, I know. I already assumed. And it's just like, it's one of those things like my mom, she doesn't want me to be on blood pressure medication and all this stuff. And so when he put me on the medication, I was like, hey, I just want to make sure this is not a blood pressure medication that that causes me to get a, a chronic cough and all that stuff. Like, I get it. My blood pressure is high. And all that stuff. And there again, that's another reason to try to just live healthy and be happy. And I didn't even fight him on it because, number one, I have a good relationship with this particular doctor. So I trust him and I know he has nothing but, you know, my best interests in mind. And so I'm on blood blood um, pressure pills. And so... Um, with that, so you just, you're walking around here and you just don't know. And then you end up having a heart attack at 36 and your, and your family's like, why, 
Why? Why, why, why? And not to mention, I deal with two diseases that causes me to have heart issues anyway. I could just have a heart attack in my sleep and not even know it because of the polycystic ovary syndrome. And that's where I'm at with this. So that stuff, it scared me to go in there with my blood pressure being that high. My blood pressure has never been that high. I'm really surprised he didn't put me in the hospital. Um, But yeah, and so it's things like that. And I don't tell, tell everybody what's going on or whatever because you don't want people to get nervous and stuff like that. But you got to take care of your little heart. Your heart is important to you, just like your brain. And so... Just imagine just if your body's your your arteries is looking like the, the highways in Houston just always clogged up, nowhere to move. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. And so we gotta be careful and gotta be mindful of how everything works together. The immune system, thyroid function. There again, that's another issue you have with PCOS. Your thyroid may not function completely. And so if you add stress on top of that, boom. Um, The number of natural killer cells, the number of virus infected cells. There again, that number can go up. If you're stressed, if you're angry, you get sick. And I tend to get sick when I'm stressed. But I I take so much um, natural medications at this point. I haven't gotten sick in like two years, thank the Lord, as far as like the flu or a cold. Because when I get sick, I'm out for almost like two weeks because there again, I'm a diabetic and we tend to just deal with stuff longer anyway. And then also it can affect your eyesight, migraines, headaches. And there again, all this stuff, your eyes are so close to your brain. Like I just... I just want everyone that's listening to this that deals with anger and everything like to get to a happy place, no matter how hard it is to get to a happy place. And so, of course, with my positive self, um, I found another infogram that talks about happiness, like getting to the happy you. Fall in love with yourself is the title of this infogram and it just gives you just simple steps to fall in love with yourself and this is the mental loop and by the mental loop, they're saying that it starts with your brain, how you see yourself and what you put into your brain about yourself. You know, we can be our toughest critics or whatever, whether we think we're ugly, but the world sees you as beautiful or handsome but we're so hard on ourselves because we're we're looking we're using our eyes to look at ourselves and if you don't like what you see and so you impute and put those horrible thoughts that you don't like about yourself in your brain it's going to be this loop that plays forever in your brain and it's a loop that's hard to change but it can be changed trust me and so as you go throughout your day say i love myself while taking a shower or a bath, um, brushing your teeth, like say that you love yourself, walking, like just whatever, whatever you're doing, just keep saying, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love my face. I love my eyes. I love my body. Like things that you typically struggle with disliking about yourself, say that you love it change change your mindset like really change your mindset and I had to do stuff like that to get to the point to where I'm at to where I'm happy with myself and yeah I still struggle sometimes with not thinking I'm pretty every single day of the week but that's normal but I don't hate myself and I'm content I won't say content I'm happy with how I look but I want to look better and be better to be healthy. And I know the difference of what a healthy body looks like and a non-healthy body, but it doesn't mean you hate yourself until you get to the healthy body. There's a difference of hating yourself going all the way through rather than loving yourself and going all the way through until you get to where you wanna be. And then also support is everything. 
but it starts with you. And there again, I'm glad that I'm dealing with somebody that likes everything about me. And it makes me feel weird sometimes because have you ever been in that situation where you dislike something about yourself, but the person that you're with, like they, they like it. They like it. And it just, it makes you feel better. Like to a certain degree, like I'll have conversations with, um, one of my female friends and I'm just like, it's so weird. It makes me feel so weird that he hugs on my fat, the fat that I'm trying to lose, but he's also supportive of me going to the gym and stuff like that. He doesn't make me feel bad or ugly for being overweight. And that's a difference as well. So make sure you have a good team of people around you as you're going through and also meditation or praying and Meditation is just how you tone out. Some people do yoga. Some people actually meditate. Some people use meditation apps. Some people listen to music. Some people just have quiet time where they lay down and try not to think. It's just whatever meditation looks like for you. So incorporate that into your process. So number one, we have the I love myself technique, and that's telling yourself that you love yourself, whatever you're doing, you telling yourself over and over again that you love yourself. And then number two, um, incorporating meditation into your process. And then number three, um, the mirror. And this is physically looking in the mirror and liking what you see. You really have to like what you see. And I think this is just so important. And this is something also that I struggle with. Like sometimes still I'll catch myself looking in the mirror and looking away because I found something that I did not like. And we got to get out of that. Like, and there again, you have to know (coughs) that you're looking at yourself with your eyes and the world sees you like so differently. And even with myself, like sometimes it's hard for me to believe that people think that I'm really pretty. Like, I think that I'm cute or whatever. I know that I'm pretty, but it's just like sometimes the reactions and the people I get talking to me, sometimes it's just like, oh, you really think I'm pretty? Like for real, for real? And um, stuff like that. And so like, if you have a mindset like that, you still not completely healed, right? You have to be confident people. Like let's do a challenge. Like for the rest of the year, we're telling ourselves that we love each other, that we love ourselves and every day you find something new to love about yourself or you pick the, the thing you hate the most about yourself, you, you say that you love it and you try to change it if you can change it. Some things are out of our control and we can't change it. And so I just want to empower y'all to do that. And I think those th- three things together is a good starting point for loving yourself and stepping into happiness and positive vibes. And... um. I was going to talk about invalidation, but I think this is a good pinpoint to just stop and just leave it in a positive mode. And I'll talk about invalidation next week in the positivity moment, because there again, it's a topic that I really want to dive into. And I should have talked it, should have talked about it first before I talked about anger management, but I didn't plan it out well, as we see, but really like take in everything I talked about in regards to anger and really think about your trigger points. I didn't talk about that, but we all have trigger points. Think about your trigger points, things that make you go from A to Z. How can you control those? How can you get to a calm place before getting to Z? And what are some happy things you can incorporate in your life to change your life so you deal with anger better and not just always just snapping or holding the anger in and then internally making yourself sick or having a heart attack or a stroke. And this is something that's just very common in our community to where we're having heart attacks and strokes at young ages and it's probably just all the stress of the world and everything. Even the healthiest person can have a heart attack or a stroke and We just need to prevent that if we can. So I hope y'all have a lovely week. And like I said on Instagram, this might be my new drop date. I know typically people don't drop podcasts on Sundays unless you're like T.D. Jakes or Joel Osteen. Um, But this might be the best um, solution for my work balance life. And so 
I appreciate y'all that will be waiting for episodes on Sunday if that is the case and I continue to drop them on Sundays. Um, With that being said, make sure you're following me on social media. Make sure you're telling your friends about the podcast. Let's get this podcast going and keep it growing. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, Pretty and Smart. 81 that's pretty the letter n smart 81 you can follow me on instagram oh you thought fallon you spell my name f-a-l-l-o-n for those of you that keep tagging me in random stuff about money on instagram please stop i'm blocking all of y'all i'm gonna take the time to block all of y'all it's annoying like we don't even follow each other but somehow you tag me it's so weird. Please stop doing it. You can email me if you want me to answer some questions or you have some thoughts that you want to share at outhoughtfallon at gmail.com. Um, what else? You can go to my website, um, outhoughtfallon.com. And that's it. Um, shows this week to watch. Um, ready for power. Um, I'm ready for 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Get into it. If you like messy stuff like 90 Day Fiance, the seven year switch, like it's on that kind of level of messiness. This is how I calm down and get ready for a new day watching stuff like that. So that's what I'm going to get into this evening and mind my black business. And I'm claiming that I'm going to have a good week. And I'm claiming that I'm going to get in position to go ahead and get into a house in 2019. So I'm putting this out on the airwaves. I claimed it uh, in the atmosphere yesterday. And so that's what's going to happen in my life. I'm going to be a homeowner in 2019. I'm going to find ultimate happiness. And I'm going to have a successful romantic relationship. It's time. Those things are due to me. So I'm putting it out in the universe. I hope y'all have a good week and I'll talk to y'all next time or next week. Peace. Until next time, remember to glow up, bless up, stay prayed up and hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down.